0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanished Chicago Land Stars, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 105, season five. And today's date is February 12th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. And I have a very informative and enjoyable podcast today. Uh, today's topics will be about the Morrison Hotel that was located in the Chicago Loop. Downtown, that is. And uh, the TV show here is Geraldine. That's a very uh, old uh, children's television show. Most people remember it. When I was growing up, I vaguely remember it. I remember people mentioned about it. So uh, I was fascinated by the show. So I did a little research on it. And then uh, we'll talk about some couple of other things, uh, whatever comes to mind. Uh, but right now, the program will go into a commercial break. This program is brought to you by Jell O Gelatin. And here's a commercial for from 1976. It's a strawberry float uh jello commercial. So uh, I remembered this one very uh, distinctly. So here it is. To make exciting desserts on a budget, start with Jell O brand gelatin. Let's make strawberry float. Like jam the of Albuquerque. Here's all it takes. Just half-filled dessert glasses with thickened strawberry-flavored gelatin and chopped apples. Now, my trick. Tilt the glasses in the fridge. Chill 15 minutes. Add whipped topping, more gelatin. Chill upright. Then guard the door till dinner. Watch for Mrs. DeWitt's recipe in February women's magazines. And start with Jello Gelatin. Alrighty, everyone. I am back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial for Jello Strawberry Float. Uh, you know something? I found this commercial on YouTube, and uh, my mother was walking by and she saw uh, the commercial. She goes, "I remember that one." And uh, it's amazing. She remembers that uh, and the recipe. She's very, um, you know, she her mind's like a seal trap when it comes to recipes. And she remembered that you you take the Jello, you fill it up with chopped fruit, apples, pears, pineapple, whatever you like. Then you uh, take them, and then you tilt them in the refrigerator, and then you add uh, whipped cream, cool whip, and add more gelatin. And then you chill it, and there you go. There's your dessert. It's fascinating. You know, a lot of people are not big fans of a gel. I I am. So uh, that's the reason why I chose this, because uh, this past week, I had my back tooth extracted. Uh, I I fractured about a couple weeks ago. And uh, my dentist recommended to go to an old surgeon to have it removed. And he said, you don't need an implant. Uh, First of all, it's expensive and it's in the back tooth. So it's not necessary, not even a crown. Don't bother. I said, okay, that's fine. Because I had another tooth cracked uh, about 15 years ago, but that's on the right side, upper That's almost not in the back, but it's in the middle. But I had an implant done. But this one was in the back on the left. So uh, I was in pain for a while. Didn't hurt a bit when I went Thursday. And uh, they told me to eat soft foods until Monday. So all I had was soup, Jello. That's why I played the commercial. Uh, You know, if I have something hard, I would chew on the right side, but I would eat like a chipmunk. (laughs) It's so hard. So I can't have any like uh, solid stuff. It's it's hard, you know. Uh, the only fruit I can eat was bananas because they're soft. I can't have an apple, you know, because it's too crunchy. So that's uh, you know. But I'm doing better, you know. I'm taking uh, Tylenol with codeine at night, you know. But uh, I don't want to take it too much because it's very addictive. So I'll be very very careful. But it doesn't hurt. No, that's fine. So I'm stopped taking that. Hopefully it'll heal, and then uh, in about a month or so, I will go to my desk, have my teeth cleaned, and he will take a look at it. And uh, I'm sure I'll be healed by then. So it's uh, that was interesting. You know, I had a lot of health issues, but uh, everything's going great. Everything's going fine. Okay, the second thing I want to mention before we start the show was uh, this weekend is Super Bowl weekend. Uh, I don't intend to watch the show. uh, The game, that is. I'm not a football fan. I mean, it's it's... Whoever likes it, uh, be my guest. Have a good time, you know. To me, it's overhyped, overblown. It's just a game, you know. And then people look forward to the commercials. You know, I'll look at that. But the Puppy Bowl is on that same day, which I'm very intrigued by that because I like little dogs. I don't like big dogs. I might watch that. That'd be kind of fun. So I don't know what I'll do. I'll probably uh, go in my room, read a book, watch a movie, take a nap, just relax, get away from... Too, too, I have too bad anxiety, you know, like that. Um, that brings why, because when I worked at, uh, at my old job, American Best Travel, you know, at any office, you have a pool, a football pool. And there was this friend of mine, and he's going around with the football, you know, with the squares, you know. There was one guy, uh, one person, I don't know who it was, a, a woman or a man uh, that didn't come to work. She called it sick, he or she called in sick, and he asked me, can you fill in the square? I know you don't watch football. Can you please do this for me to fill it up? And I said, all right, I did this as a favor. I did it fair. And I paid, uh, I think, two bucks, three, five bucks. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. I never gave a second thought about it. So on the day, uh, I don't know how that works. So my my boss and the rest of the supervisors were in a conference room. And this, the friend of mine went in and told them who won, and it was me. <laughs> and I heard my my boss going, "No!" <laughs> real loud, and uh, she was pissed. <laughs> so it was she was angry. And then when she came out of the, the conversation, opened the door. Oh, she she looked at me like she had blood in her eyes. She wanted to win, and I said. She's mad at me. She was not mad at me because I won. She's mad at me because you don't watch football. Why'd you do this? Listen, I did this as a favor. You know, I'm, I'm being a good sport. So I won $50. <laughs> so that was, that was, I won 50 bucks. I was very really happy. It's a funny story. So uh, I asked my manager, you know, can I, uh, you know, can I use some of the money to buy pizza for everybody? And he says, yes, Peter, you could do that. I'll chip in the rest. You keep the twenty-five yourself. And I said okay. So he chipped in, and we bought pizza the next day. Uh, my boss didn't talk to me for about two days. <laughs> She's she still what a sore loser. Uh, reminds me of you know who around the country. <laughs> anyway, so that was that was fun. So uh, for the Super Bowl, everyone have a good just everyone have a good time. Watch the game, you know. Uh it's just one day. they will blow over it, and then the next day is Valentine's Day. So. We'll say about that. All right, now let's go down to what we're, go, uh, we're what I'm going to discuss. The topics is it'll be the Morrison Hotel and the TV show. Here's Geraldine. The TV show. First off, the Morrison Hotel. Uh, I left some clues about a couple of days ago, uh, about a day ago. At you know, I told him about a hotel that's been gone in the Chicagoland area and a kids show that happened in the late 50s and 60s few people guessed that they thought it was the edgewater hotel no mm-hmm. they thought the kiss show was the magic door or elmer the elephant or kukla friend and Alley or ding dong school no it wasn't that it wasn't those so uh nobody guessed it so let's see so the morrison hotel It was uh, designed by the architectural firm of Holabird and Roche. And it was completed in 1925. And uh, let's see. It was located at 15-29 South Clark Street in Chicago in the Loop. And it it took years to build that. And uh, it uh, it was named... The hotel was named for Orsimus Morrison. He was the first coroner in Chicago. He bought the site in 1838. And in he built a in 1860, he built a three-story hotel with 21 rooms. That was big back then. Then it was destroyed by the Chicago fire in 1871. And then it was placed by a store building. So they rebuilt that. And uh and for Morrison, um, I don't know. I forgot his first name. Uh, His nephew built a 21-floor, 500-room hotel. got big. And then expanded and expanded. And then it was huge. A huge, uh, huge hotel. And uh, what's famous about this hotel was um, they had a restaurant called the Boston Oyster House. And uh, they also had a the Terrace Casino, and it was like a nightclub. And then they had uh, another nightclub called Carousel in the Sky. I think a lot of people remembered that. And uh, I've heard the food was good. You know, they had wonderful um, performers that act. And uh, presidents... Uh, former presidents stayed at the hotel. Like, for example, um, Tr- President Truman, President Eisenhower, and President Kennedy. They stayed at that hotel. Uh, I'm not sure it was a very luxurious hotel. Maybe it was, because my father worked at the Conrad Hilton, and some presidents stay there. There's a picture, I have a picture of my father shaking hands with Linda B. Johnson. We still have that. That's uh, that's wonderful. It's kind of faded, but it's uh, I cherish that. Photo of of my dad with uh, shaking his hands with the president, and uh, they also had uh, boxers, wrestlers, like for example Jack Dempsey, and also Gorgeous George, the the famous wrestler. (laughs) And they also had the um, they had elections held there, you know, like that, you know, like uh, for rallies and debates and like that. And let's see. And also the Airline Pilots Association was founded in the hotel's ballroom. And that's very interesting. So, uh, unfortunately, the the hotel was demolished in 1965. They built the First National Bank. Now it's the Chase Tower. But First National Bank, you know, I wish they didn't change the name because that was a Chicago uh, company, you know, founded in Chicago. And uh some people still call it that, the First National Bank. But it, then it turned into Bank One. Then it turned into Chase. Okay. And uh, so a lot of people remembered the hotel. And they said it was beautiful. And, uh, you know, a lot of history passed through the halls and the rooms. Amazing. Amazing with that. Yeah. And then, uh, so, like I mentioned before, they had the restaurant called Carousel in the Sky. Uh, the the menu consists like uh, ham, uh, filet mignon, chicken cacciatore, steak, wonderful desserts. You know, oh, they had their cocktails, famous martinis, manhattans, uh, probably uh, I don't know, rob roy's, whiskey, whiskey sours, all that. So it was it was fine, you yeah. know. So so that's another hotel that's gone. You know, there were a lot of them in the Chicago land area. Okay. Second thing I will talk about is Here's Geraldine. And uh, let's see. That was hosted by a man named James E. Stewart. Not Jimmy Stewart from the actor. So, But he was Jim Stewart. And uh, I have a little background about him. And uh, let's see. he uh, The show debuted... In um, April twenty second, nineteen fifty seven, it was uh, it was on the air uh, every Monday through Friday on Channel Seven. It was WBKB, not WLS. WLS changed in nineteen sixty eight, and it uh, had puppets, and uh, they and they were brought to life, and they, they told stories. They sang, you know, it was a nice, clean, fun show, and uh, he would. Uh, Jim Story will play an instrument and sing along with the puppets, just like Sesame Street. <laughs> the main character, Geraldine, was a giraffe. And the theme song of this uh, the show was uh, Be Kind to Your Parents. So right now I'm going to play the song of Be Kind to Your Parents on Here's Geraldine. So here it is. And a lot of people remember, they love that song. So here is the song I will play right now. And then I'll be right back. Thank you. Be kind to your parents. You know they deserve it. Remember the grown ups, a difficult stage of life. They're apt to be nervous and over excited, confused. in mind. Though it sounds odd, I know, most parents once were children long ago. Incredible! So treat them with patience and sweet understanding in spite of the foolish things they Though it sounds odd, I know most parents once were children long ago. Incredible, so treat. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the song. Oh, that's a catchy song. I'm sure a lot of people who grew up watching this show remember it fondly. And that uh, I think that song's from a Broadway play. Uh, I'm not sure that's uh, what happened. So anyway, uh, the, other, uh, the, who, the, uh, the person that did the voice of Geraldine, the giraffe, was Jim Stewart's wife. And uh, her name was Rosemary Stewart. Uh, she had a long name. So, uh, anyway, let's see. I'll tell you. Yeah. Her, her her full name was Rosemary Anastasia. Well, I say it in Greek. Anastasia Lightfoot-Lee Taylor. Nicknamed Bud. <laughs> and the song is from the Broadway show A Little Night Music. And... Uh, so uh, they got that song. Um, someone told me that Pete Seeger wrote that song. Maybe it's a different song. I don't know. i have to hear about it. And she was a teacher at Columbia Radio College and she performed at the Goodman Theater downtown. And so she provided the voice of Geraldine and she provided the other puppets. So I will read off the um, the other names of the puppets. Okay. And uh, let's see. The other puppets were Pearl the Squirrel Virgil the Vulture, uh, Pier, Pierpont Crocodile, and Helen Hippo. Also, there was John the Duck. And uh, he was not seen on television. He was in the back, and he was quacking, you know, like like the penguin, like that. So, <laughs> and uh, so, the, I, don't, I don't find any clips on YouTube about that. Uh, not really. I think they're not recorded. I don't know, it's a shame about that. And, uh, so, uh, let's see. Jim story was, uh, let's see. I'm trying to read his biography. I'm trying to find that. All right, here we go. Actually, he was not from Chicago. He was born in Paducah, Kentucky in 1928. And, uh, you know, he was a very nice man, very quiet, also very talented. You know, he never graduated high school. And uh, I guess he just uh, learned uh, the hard way, you know. And uh, also they hosted uh, they hosted another show for one year. It was called The Glovables. It ran from 1960 to 1961. And they used gloves, like the same thing. And uh, they did just, it was similar like to, here's Geraldine. They used all the puppets. And then they also hosted a syndicated show called It's Light Time. I I don't know about that. It was a children's religious program, and it also had puppets. They had that. Okay. And uh, so here's Geraldine Left in 1965. And uh, that was on for about eight years. And then Jim Stewart hosted a show called Passage to Adventure. Now, I remember this show. I remember seeing it when I was little. And uh, it aired on the same station, Channel 7. And then ran for a long time. It ran for 12 years until 1977. He also hosted two other shows called Safari Land and Game Room. I'm not very familiar with that. And then uh, in later years... He was a hypnotherapist in private practice. I guess he went to school and learned how to do that. That's interesting. I had no idea. And he hosted a radio program called Practical Spirituality. I can't say the word. Spirituality. Spirituality. Thank you. And The Course of Miracles. <coughs> Excuse me. Both on radio station WVVX FM and uh posted that for a while and then and then he passed away on March 28th 2001 he had alzheimer's disease so that's, that's very sad you know but uh i remember seeing him and uh i think you can find that show passage adventure on youtube i think you can you can find an episode he was featured on tv guide covers and you know chicago ones So, um, so I found that show very fascinating, you know, that was like pre Sesame street. And, uh, you know, also like there was other puppet shows like Kuka, Fran and Ollie. Uh, that's a show I like to discuss about that. because so, uh, I enjoy that show very much. Okay. So, uh, so a lot of people were disappointed because they thought I was going to talk about Garfield goose. and <laughs> It's not true. So, uh, I will talk about Garfield Goose in a later episode because uh, they have a special anniversary coming up in September. Like I did one for, uh, (coughs) excuse me, Buzzle Circus last year. I'll do one for Garfield Goose. Excuse me, drink some water. Yeah, forgive me. Every time I talk, I have to drink. So um, that was, uh, so I enjoy talking about here is Geraldine. And then uh, the puppets look so cute, you know. And we need more shells like that. This was pre Bozo Circus so, and Garfield Goose, <coughs> anyway. So, so now, uh, today I discussed the Morrison Hotel, uh, that was located in the Chicago Loop, and I also discussed Here's Geraldine. So, this is kind of a short program, I uh, think, and I hope you enjoyed that. So, uh, this is episode 105 uh vanshe Collins and the, stories, the podcast uh i' w- I don't think I'll do another episode tomorrow because it's Super Bowl Sunday you think someone's you think people will listen to me and they have time I don't think so I don't know uh I might do a show on Tuesday, but uh I think I have an errand to run that day so i'll', I'll have it ready just in case but i probably if i have if that errand comes through, I won't air it you know I'll probably air it probably next weekend. You know, because I was planning on discussing Valentine's Day, so we'll save for that. Okay, anyway, so this is Pete Costanas, I'm your host for Vanish Call and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for listening to me, and uh, everyone have a great weekend, you know, have a great Saturday, Sunday, have a great weekend, stay stay safe and healthy. And right now, uh, here is Ray Rayner with a little traveling music saying bye-bye for now. So here's bye-bye now for me. Take care, everybody. So long. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.